0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The Gospel of today is the parable of the Ten Versions, and usually we read this Gospel when we celebrate one of the female saints, and today we're celebrating Hannah, the mother of Samuel. That's why we choose this gospel. This gospel ended by advice or instruction or commandment from our Lord Jesus Christ. He told us, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. So, the advice to us to be watchful to live the life of watchfulness. And because this is very important, to live the life of watchfulness, in the midnight prayer, and I'm sure you know midnight prayer is divided into three watches. The first watch, we read this gospel in the first watch of the midnight hour. So in the middle of the night, the church also reminds, reminding us The importance of living the life of watchfulness. So, why it is very important for each one of us to be watchful all the time? The first reason, because as the Lord said, you do not know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. You need to be ready. Every day we hear people from different ages, children, youth, adults, elderly, die. And many people die suddenly. There is no even opportunity for them to be ready. So we don't know when our life will end. That's why you need to be ready. You need to be ready because death. Might come suddenly, and if I'm ready, if I'm not ready, then I am risking the eternal life. Second reason if death comes to me and I am not ready, what would happen to me? Let's imagine that a person dies while he is not ready then actually he will stand before the throne of God, not ready, ashamed from his sins. Every night in the twelfth hour, the prayer that we prayed before we got sleep, the church reminds us by this moment when we are standing before the just judge, especially if you are not ready. That's what we say in the twelfth hour. Behold, I am about to stand before the just judge, terrified and trembling because of my many sins. So if I did not repent, I will be standing before the just judge, terrified and trembling. For a life spent in pleasures deserves condemnation. If my goal is pleasure and I drifted away from God, this life deserves condemnation. And also, uh, can you imagine that I am standing before God not ready? We heard in this parable, the door was shut and they were knocking. But... The door was shut, and the Lord told them, Depart from me, I do not know you. Can you see how there is a reversal here while we are living on earth? The door is shut, but who is outside? God. And He's standing at the door of our hearts, knocking, Open to me, I want to save you, I want to give you life but we close our doors, and the door is outside. The Lord is outside. Those who closed the doors of their heart to the Lord here on earth, the reversal will happen. Then they will be outside, knocking on the door, but the Lord will tell them, depart from me, I do not know you. So it's important to be ready and to be watchful, because It is fearful to stand before the throne of God while not ready. It is fearful. In Hebrews chapter 10, St. Paul described how fearful it is to stand before the throne of God. He said, "For if we sin willfully, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remain a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy, on the testimony of two or three witnesses, of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God under foot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified, a common thing, and insulted the spirit of grace. That is if I am not ready. Then, for we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. The third reason why we should be ready and why it is important to be ready because there is no repentance after death. Uh, again, in the litanies of the twelfth hour of the Agbeya, we say if life were everlasting and this world ever existing, you would have an excuse of my soul. But If your wicked deeds and ugly evils were exposed before the just judge, what answer would you give while you are lying on the bed of sins, negligent in disciplining the flesh? Repent, O my soul, so long as you dwell on this earth. For inside the grave, dust does not praise, And in death, no one remembers. Neither in Hades does anyone give thanks. So after death, you cannot get oil like the foolish virgins. After death, there is no repentance. After death, there is no giving thanks. After death, there is no praising to God. That's why, repent, O my soul as long as you dwell on this earth. We need to know how serious to be ready. It's important to be ready because once the person dies, it is too late. It's too late to have oil in his lamp, like the five fools. Also, why it is important to be ready? Because God promised us that he will accept the sinner. And there are so many stories in the scripture and in the life of saints. People returned to God and God never, ever actually closed the door in front of anyone. So regardless how sinful I am, if I am like the thief on the cross, If I am like the Samaritan woman, if I am like the Zacchaeus, the tax collector, if I'm like Levi, who became Matthew, actually, the door of repentance is open for everyone. And the Lord promised us, whoever returns to me, I will not cast him away. Take this opportunity. It is opportunity. God is inviting you to come and return to Him. And He will not actually put you down. He will not reject you. He will not cast you away. And the last point why watchfulness is very important. Because actually the life of repentance and the life of holiness is very easy. The life of holiness is very easy. Satan sometimes makes us believe that to live life of holiness is impossible. He is deceiving us. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, we read, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life ungodliness. So he's saying, the divine power gave us everything we need in order to live a godly life. How? Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. So God gave us everything we need. He gave us a commandment to help us. And also he gave us a repentance. And he gave us his blood to wash away our sins. So God is telling us, if you live godly, you have my commandments to support you. You have the grace of the Holy Spirit dwelling inside you to help you. You have the cloud of witnesses praying and interceding for you. And if you fall in sin out of weakness, it's not the end of the world. Just offer repentance offer repentance. And the blood of Jesus Christ actually will raise all our sins, will purify us from all sins. Can, can you find something easier than this? Yes, the life of holiness is easy. Can you imagine if you are standing before the throne of God at the end of the days and a person will not be saved and will will be punished eternally because he refused to forgive another person. He refused to reconcile with another person. Which is easy? Which is easier? To forgive this person and to reconcile with him or the person to suffer eternal punishment in, in hell? Which is easier? Which is easier to discipline your flesh and stay away from the lusts of the flesh, or to suffer punishment in hell, all eternal life, which is easier. And God gave us, actually, His grace to help us. So the life of wholeness is easy. But we choose, actually, to resist God, and to be against Him. And it works against us. God became man in order to make Godliness and holiness easy for all of us. After we know why it is important to be ready, then the question will be, how to be ready? How to be ready? Number one, offer daily repentance. Offer daily repentance. At the end of the day, stand before God and tell him, God, I have sinned, forgive me because I did this and this and this this day. I did not obey your commandments. I'm returning to you with my heart. I'm coming to you with my tears, asking to have mercy upon me and to forgive me my sins. Like the publican who entered the temple, all what he did, He actually beat his chest and said, God have mercy upon me, a sinner. And he returned to his home justified. Offer daily repentance. Spend five to ten minutes to examine your day, how you conducted yourself this day, and then stand before God in prayer and offer repentance. Number two, how to be ready? you have what we call the means of grace. The means to make you enter into the sphere of the grace of God. So, when you have the grace of God, you will be victorious in your life. What are the means of grace? You know it all, prayer, scripture, uh, spiritual reading, divine liturgy, confession, communion, all these are tools to help you. Don't go to the battle without your spiritual weapons. If a soldier went to a battle without his weapons, he will be defeated. Don't go to this battle with Satan without your spiritual weapons. Put the whole armor of God. Keep praying. Keep reading the scripture keep the scripture in your heart and memorize it will protect you don't skip a liturgy don't skip opportunity to take communion fast don't skip opportunity to confess and to get spiritual guidance take advantage of all these means of grace then actually you will be ready Number three, spiritual direction and spiritual guidance. Make sure to have a spiritual father to guide you. We need to be trained in the way of godliness. In any job, actually, a person is trained in his job. And in any job, you need to have a mentor to actually help you to be trained and to advance in this job. Spiritual life is like this. You need to have a trainer, a mentor, a spiritual father who help you and train you in the way of Godliness. But the spiritual father has something better than any mentor or any trainer. He has authority from God to absolve and to remit your sins through the sacrament of confession. So, Have a spiritual father to guide you, to train you. And also with the authority that he received from God, he will absolve you. The Holy Spirit will absolve you through your spiritual father from your sins. And he will lose you from all the bondage of sin. Lose all the bondage of sin. Another point, how to be ready. You know, you need to have appetizers for your spiritual life, for the godly life. Spiritual songs, sermons, spiritual reading, all these things actually can motivate you and can make your heart on zeal and on fire. You want to, be, to get closer to God. But if you spend and waste your days after the pleasures of the world, the fire and the zeal inside you will be quenched. That's why St. Paul said, don't quench the Holy Spirit inside you. Spend all your day, not on social media, but all your days listening to spiritual songs, to sermons, spiritual readings. All these things actually will move your heart with zeal and make you actually want to live a godly life will bring tears to your eyes and uh, humbleness to your heart. And the last point, don't forget the good works. You know, David in one of his psalms said, blessed is he who have compassion on the needy and poor. In the day of of evil, the Lord will help him. Don't forget good works. The Lord in Matthew 25 said, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. Good works actually will make you a candidate for the mercy of God. As the Lord said, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So when you have mercy and compassion over others and you do good works, God will have mercy and compassion on you. I want to conclude by giving all of us, including myself, exercise. Very simple exercise. I want you to do it daily. At the end of the day, each day, just imagine yourself standing before the throne of God and giving an account of your stewardship. Just imagine yourself, because one day all of us will be standing before his throne. Just stand before the throne of God and think, what would you do if I am now, right now, standing before the throne of God? Am I going to be ashamed or happy? Am I going to be embarrassed? or confident and examine yourself do this exercise every day for five or ten minutes and this actually can transform all your life this parable of the wise version and the foolish version the church actually reminding us with this parable every day in the midnight hour to tell you be wise don't be foolish Don't waste your time. Don't be unready for this moment. A wise person will live the life of watchfulness and be ready to stand before the throne of God to to give an account for his stewardship. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.